0: Welcome to those 90s Teachers Podcast with Tasia and Zara, where we are currently taking up space in the education arena in different parts of the world.
1: Throughout this journey, you will learn about being a teacher in today's society as we share personal stories and life experiences in the classroom.
0: Back with another episode of uh, seven of the 90s Teachers.
1: Ooh, yes, we're yes. still here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we're excited. We're so excited. First of all, you guys have been blowing our Instagram up. We're so grateful. Thank you so much for, I'm going to say 500, because by the time I'm pretty sure we launch this episode today, we'll have 500.
1: I agree. I think right now I'm going to just double check where we are, but I roll please. Yeah. If my phone allows me. Oh, we're at 491. I, I, I think we're definitely going to reach 500 for sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, We're going to make it.
1: But thank you guys for all your continuous support of us at the 90s Teachers for even joining our live this week and showing us love and letting us know uh, what you guys want us to talk about in the future and just like letting us know what you like about our podcast or just us as people and as educators we truly appreciate every single one of you so thank you so much
0: yes thank you so so much and even for the comments that you left about how much you guys like the podcast how you guys relate to the podcast yeah. the comments underneath the post have truly and even on Spotify you guys have been really responding to the polls and the questions like thank you guys that
1: means a lot to us literally hashtag them 90s teachers
0: 90s teachers everywhere Everywhere. but girl let's catch up how have
1: you been how's your week been my week has been really um it's been great um but it's been long because uh i'm with me um i was a little sick so whenever i get my cramps i it 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 hurts so i was like a little feeling a little tense and just in pain but i'm okay uh but it was really nice because we were um planning for my brother's um proposals so he actually proposed to his now fiance so it was, and it was really beautiful so he did that and I was just counting down to the wedding uh the bridal shower is going down next weekend and the week after that is the actual wedding so it's just been a lot but it's been like a good amount of a lot like just surrounded by love so that's so exciting that, yeah and he's my younger brother and now uh, oh my god because I'm the oldest of seven so it's like really cool so I got married when I was 23 wow. um yeah I was young I'm like six years in now beautiful. <laughs> so now I have another buddy or two buddies to join me because my other brother is actually getting married too in October wow so.
0: that's such yeah. a blessing that's amazing congratulations to them that's so thank awesome
1: you. That's thank you awesome. so much this has been a lot of event planning and things like that this week for me but it's been good oh and um my Walmart Canada dropped they dropped Let's the real. I'm on that page <laughs> make sure you guys tag your favorite teacher under the Walmart Canada Instagram um so um, you do that you don't have to tag us of course but if you want to you guys can definitely do that uh but tag a teacher that you appreciate you know so show teachers some love but how are you how was your week fill my us way. in me? All right, cool. Um, my week
0: has been very reflective. Um, I am an only child, but on my um, dad's side, I do have a younger sister and I have an older brother and a younger brother. Uh, my sister is three years younger than me, uh, but sometimes during the year, she's four years younger than me because her birthday is in December. Um, but over the past few years we really have been building our our relationship up so so strong Um, so this week we we connected really deeply this week when we hung out Um, we spent some time in Brooklyn together and honestly if y'all don't know me I'm from New York but I do not like Brooklyn like I have like this thing I do I think everyone I told when I saw you I was like I do not like Brooklyn but my Mm -hmm. mind has been renewed because I'm starting to like it okay I'm from Queens and yes. Queens get the money so we don't mess with I'm I'm playing please don't mm-hmm. please don't shoot
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't like her. Please don't.
0: no but like I I have been I have been you know we spent a lot she lives in Brooklyn right now so we mm. spent some time in Brooklyn together we started you know we were connecting together we were praying together we were just like really like connecting on a deeper level this week so yeah I really appreciated that and it's like the love that I really feel like I needed this week also so yeah. it
1: was a good oh, I, week I love that for you honestly mm-hmm. that is so beautiful sometimes like you never know like spontaneous times we're just connecting and going deeper with family members is beautiful you know you can mm-hmm. be with, if you're taking the time to actually like pour into each other that's a beautiful thing yeah and love- I'm shocked I love Brooklyn <laughs> I'm not even from New York but like i fell in love with Brooklyn like one place that I can see myself if I were to settle down in a city like that or in New York would Mm -hmm. be Brooklyn it's so I love the vibes it's so cool but you
0: you know what it is like I you know I grew up in Queens my whole life and Queens is a very like I don't know you've been to like the city part of Queens yeah But my part of Queens is very like suburban. There's like more like the houses aren't spread apart, but they're close together. But it's more like a it's more like a suburb town.
1: town. So,
0: yeah. So when (laughs) I go to Brooklyn, it's like it just when I used to go before, it just felt so chaotic. And I'm like, this is too much. But now that they have changed, they've changed Brooklyn. Like they've changed Brooklyn up so much, a lot, like from when you went from when I, I the last time I was in that part of town that I was in this this um today, mm-hmm. it completely has changed in a in like a, a span of about five to ten years. Wow, so like com- like it it d- looks completely different. So it's crazy because when I went there last week, I'm like, wow, I remember I was here like five years ago. It did not look the same. Look the same. So to me, the vibe is a lot more conducive okay. to who I am now. But before I'm like, there's no way you can catch me here.
1: You no, know? I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Because the first time I, I was telling you when I went to New York City when I was twenty one, we were staying in like Times Square, and I felt like that was too chaotic or like I, it was a lot. So when I came back this time and we spent, I was in like Long Island, Queens, and mm-hmm. Brooklyn. That's like where we stayed the whole time. I re, I enjoyed it that much more. It was it was a little bit more or less like less fast paced than it is and not too many people or too many lights so yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, yeah I understand
0: yeah it was just too much and I you know
1: yeah
0: I went now and I'm like okay it is a vibe here,
1: yeah, it's, like a here. Vibe. it's a vibe it's just like I don't know man Brooklyn <laughs> want me over man it's a vibe, it's a vibe. <laughs> a vibe. <laughs> all right
0: girls so it's always great catching up with you because you're such a vibe too oh but so, yeah, we, so today we're going to switch it up a little bit because we have been having very, very dense episodes. I mean, last week, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it was about people abusing children and yeah, someone killing, killing murdering.
1: Child. Yeah. It was heavy. I feel like, cause you like a lot of the topics that we were covering so far have been very heavy, especially with what was being put out in the news. Uh, so we decided to keep it a, a bit more light. Uh, and for you guys to get to know us, but for us also to get to know each other, because we're new friends, you know, and we're excited to like grow this beautiful friendship of ours. Uh, and I already know it's going to be a beautiful thing, because just from the bat where we met each other, right right off the bat. Sometimes I feel like I don't know. In like um, my religion, they say sometimes like you have met a soul before, so that's why there's a fam- a familiarity because uh, of like your past life that you guys were friends or some sort of like friendship that was already there so, so like that's what I felt like when I first met you I feel like we just yeah. already connected from the back Definitely. you know like sometimes you meet someone like yo I feel like I've been knowing I you.
0: know right? and I What's crazy to me too, is that when I first, I used to DM you and I used to like react to your stories, but I think what's crazy is that like, you always say that you get a lot of DMs. So it's just crazy that like you yeah. reacted to my DM and yeah. then you saw my DM about me reaching out about the live series. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think That's things crazy. just happen. It's crazy. Cause like, I've met so many people now through my DMs and like my DMs is crazy. So sometimes I try, I do take time and reply back to people so i'm so happy that we've connected and look where we are now like wait, like i know wow. it was, uh, i think it was supposed to happen like you know it was already meant to be like it was I already written so already written. already there
0: <laughs> yes so um the first part is going to be a two-part episode so the first part we're going to play a game and... and it's called the and so it sounds weird, but it's not a full sentence. It's called the and, right? Like T-H-E and, like and, you know, like you're saying something else. Yeah. Um, and I used to, I found this game because I'm okay, I'm the type of friend that is very into like having deep conversations, but I never know how to start them off. Or I don't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable because I mm-hmm. um I always want to ask like very deep, in-depth questions. Yeah. Um, so I found this game because um, Jada Pinkett Smith and her daughter Willow Smith had a game that they were promoting. It was called We're Not Really Strangers. Yeah. And y- yeah. we know that game. Yeah. I so I bought that game time. too
1: yes I love that
0: it's so good and so the and I didn't know this was a card game but on YouTube they always have videos of people and playing the game but I didn't realize they were playing a game because they were just having like these important conversations wow. and when I looked it up I was like oh my god it's a card game anyways found the app me and Zara are gonna play it today um and so first things first like it tells us to um, we have to like. I mean, we're we're virtual, but we have to look at each other for at least thirty seconds, right? Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> have,
1: you know, I had to.
0: And then, after we do that, then we're gonna. Um, then I'll start asking the questions. And Zara can't see the questions, but you know, I'll, we'll start asking the questions together. I will respond to one. Zara responds to one to the question, the same question too. Or it can be like um, you know, whoever wants to go first can go. I love
1: that. It's gonna keep uh-huh. it organic, keep it fun, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah. So, you ready? Okay. Are we
0: looking at each other? Is that a yes? Thing? We're looking. Yeah. Okay. So let me just pull the timer up so that it's like thirty seconds. Okay,
1: thirty seconds. 30, so all you guys seconds. are watching this on Spotify, and YouTube. You, then you you seeing our face? Just look at each other for thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you just know that. Just know. Okay. Ready? Okay. And go.
0: stop
1: sorry oh no didn't. I'm still looking me too
0: Dang. hold on okay 13 hold on 13
1: let me put it up here so I can still look at you
0: Yeah. That's six seconds left Oops, there
1: you're done yeah, it makes it harder because we're virtual guys. That's the funny part. Like I'm literally looking diagonal And I'm a goof, guys. If you don't know, I could not stop like seeing <laughs> myself from laughing. Oh my goodness, started. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> my cheeks are <already> oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so funny.
0: Oh. All right. Ready for the first question. let's go let's go all right first question tell me about an experience that changed your life
1: okay I, I had an experience that definitely changed my life uh for me okay so yeah um an experience that changed my life is my chronic illness for sure um I was undiagnosed for like two years and a half so when I first got sick um I just felt like my body was not my body anymore. Like it was deteriorating. So like it was, they kept saying that I was having anxiety attacks, but I'm not a person who really stresses. So it didn't make any sense. I was in and out the emergency rooms. Uh, Doctors would gaslight me. It was horrible. I think like mentally I was, to the point that I was broken like I would ask doctors I remember my husband would take me this is before covid cuz I told you it was like my second starting my second semester of my first year of teachers college and then I remember I couldn't breathe properly I would feel lightheaded my muscles would hurt my chest would tighten my like it was horrible and I went through that for like four four months uh and then I countless doctors. I've seen cardiologists, um, in and out the emergency rooms, like water, like it was crazy. I even had, at one point I had to move him back. I had to move back in with my mom. Cause I was, it was like really bad. Like I could not move for myself or take care of myself. And my husband had to work at that time. There was no like working from home. So it was hard. It was like in our second year of marriage. So wow. It was horrible, guys. Uh, but one thing that it made me is stronger. And then, um, I had a doctor who had helped me. So at that point, I figured out that like I was vitamin D deficient and my iron was really low. So I started taking supplements. And then they told me I had something called—it's crazy—they like gave me different. Uh, diagnosis every day, but they made me believe wow. they called costochondritis, and yeah. I know if you can't say it, it's okay. But what the ear doctor was telling me at that time was like, it's like, oh, you have inflammation in your rib cage because I couldn't press on my rib cage. So even when they would were doing like an echogram, and an echogram is like a it's an ultrasound for the heart. So in order they have to press hard. So. The, the the technician couldn't press hard because it was it was hurting so much I was in so much pain and my chest mm. was so tender because of my chronic illness that it made it even worse so he's like okay no I think you have um causticonditis so every time like my friends would ask me what do you have because they were on the journey with me too because it affected I couldn't even go out anymore mm-hmm. I had to be like virtual like learning from home like a couple of weeks because it was horrible um So I'd be like, I have claustrochonditis, I have this, you know, so then I got better a bit, then I was working at a camp that summer, and then that second year of teacher's college, I was doing so good, and then I remember it was COVID happened, and like, that's when we're graduating, COVID happened, we're in lockdown, 2020, you already know the world shut down. um and then i was fasting so and it was around like april the end of april going into may so that was the first time that i fasted like cuz i couldn't fast the month uh, the year before cuz i was sick so this year it's like okay i can fast again i'm stronger so i fasted um my day, like the, the month and literally a week after um i started getting really bad migraines and i never used to get migraines so the migraines were horrible I would be in and out the hospitals again this time I couldn't walk I, I had vertigo as well and vertigo is where wow. like you know when you the the balance in your ear yeah. from your brain is off so then every the world is kind of spinning and mm-hmm. it's just it is the worst feeling so I had that for four months I was in and out the hospitals like it was horrible yeah I went to a functional medicine doctor like it and then I switched doctors because my dog my family doctor was being horrible to me and one thing that I guys can tell you is black women pain is not is not like they really believe that we're not in pain like it was horrible like I would just be crying I think out of like my whole experience I only had like three really 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 nice doctors out of like like a thousand, like 20, you know? So that already shows you. So, and then I got a new doctor. Uh, Thank you to my husband who his... Uh, first cousin she's a doctor she's a physician she's a family doctor wow. uh, she was living in Ottawa which is four hours away but she moved moved to Toronto so she got me into her clinic so her co-worker became my family doctor she helped me tremendously got me all the specialists that I need and then I got the rheumatologist which is like a doctor who can investigate more on muscles and like more chronic illnesses and then they told me hey you have fibromyalgia and fibromyalgia is a chronic illness where you're just it just can happen out the out the blue and you're just like where your brain releases um signals like basically starts attacking your your like your human your body your or your systems mm-hmm. so and then I was just in in pain like on a hundred every single day like I could not move. so I started taking medication for a month and it was night and day. Um, I then I started supplying teaching so after after that month I got a my employee number came in and at February 18 was my first ever supply shift after like me getting diagnosed being on the medication and then I, I felt brand new so that is why again when I tell you that why I love teaching so much is because at one point in my life I felt like I wouldn't be able to teach or even complete my teach my 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 education yet yet alone even teach in the classroom. So I think that is why every single day I'm so happy, and that's why I always preach that health is wealth because it can just be taken away from you at any time. So I'm happy that God at least put me through that test so I can appreciate what I have in life right now even oh, more.
0: Wow, yeah. that is. First of all, thanks for sharing. How long did you have to go through that?
1: Oh my God, two years and a half. It was horrible. Two years I, and a half? Yeah, two years and a half, on and off. Wow. But the last six months was the worst because like it was all, oh, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't, like it was it was horrible. I was in the room. My room was dark. I was bedridden. I was like, all I could do is cry because like mentally was broken like I I was so defeated like I still have videos on my phone where like I'm crying Mm -hmm. and I like because I like to document and Mm -hmm. I like it still triggers like I still have PTSD because of course like it's a lot mentally and physically Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm I am where I am today or the reason why I am the way like my mindset is because of that so I'm thankful and again it it allowed me to not be shamed of my chronic illness, but also show people that I have an invisible illness because from the outside, you don't think I'm sick, you know, I look normal, but that pain that I was going through for, for two years and a half is real, you know, so all mm-hmm. the tests come back normal. Everybody thinks it's in your head, but you're actually in so much pain because it's a nuance. It's a newer, um, illness and there, there's not a lot of research, but there's a lot of people who are actually diagnosed with fibromyalgia, and everybody's fibromyalgia is different. Mm. So I think that how it looks in different people, so it's it's very hard, but it shaped who I am today for sure like I'm every day I wake up life is a blessing like for me to walk to even exercise I couldn't even Mm -hmm. exercise guys like imagine like and I love exercising like going on walks and I couldn't do that for two years and a half so I'm forever grateful yeah and are you
0: fully healed from it like do you still get pain
1: yeah, I get pains, but like not as much. Like it's usually like if I if if I do too much, if I overexert my body, um, sometimes um I gotta see, take it a bit more easier. Um, but I feel much better than I did before. I thought like it's like night and day with my medication. Um, so it's like night and day, so, but it, it's a beautiful thing because like my family, my friends, my husband, like I appreciate him mm-hmm. so much. Like they rallied like around me they were there for me like my rocks when they needed people so Mm yeah that's so beautiful yeah it's hard though I'm not like those who go through chronic illness I I get it like I've been through it I Mm. it's hard um so yeah it's like I appreciate uh people and community much much more for sure now than I ever did before wow yeah
0: amazing um Stop. wow I was—I give you so much respect for that I, yeah wow I've never I've never had like a condition like that before
1: the yeah. process I've
0: had was um I've had pneumonia um when oh. I was yeah it was I was overworking myself yeah. um, when I was about 18 years old and I used to work um you ever heard of century 21 the department store
1: yes I did
0: yeah, so I just started um work, I just started school at FIT. Um if you guys don't know that's Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. I I started school there. Um, but that school, a lot of the students there, they 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 do they go above and beyond. That's the culture. Yeah. They'll right. have a job, they'll have an internship, they'll be working full time at school. And I kind of took on that same kind of culture. So yes. the closest I've ever gotten to that level of
1: sickness was having but pneumonia. But pneumonia is actually dangerous. Like I feel like a lot of people like. Think it's easy, but no, pneumonia is dangerous because you get yeah. sepsis if you really don't take care of it and get the proper medication or seek out the proper help. Uh so I get it. And it's hard though, like especially for your lungs. It's 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 very hard.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Um, but for me, um, the experience that um changed my life was I would have to say it was about three, three years ago, I was in, I was in a relationship for about, for about three years, but on the third year, um, you know, people, you start seeing true colors. The third year was also the COVID year. And, um, I was very close with, with, with this with my ex and with his family. Um, and so it came to a point where, I found out that he was being not not honest with me as in like not fidelitas fidelis with me. Mm-hmm. Uh he ends up turning the whole story uh get about him to make it seem like it was me um that did that did something which I never did. Um so then it's like he flipped the switch on me, made it seem like it was me and then I guess like got everybody that was connected to him to believe the same thing. And so after that happened um one of the people that he was really close to that I kind of looked up to like as you know a mentor um she ended up turning on me too and but very subtly right I say this with respect to but very subtly even me telling the story is very difficult for me because there was a lot there was a lot of um gaslighting there was a lot of like um subtle manipulations and even like when I talk to my mom about it to this day she's like oh I never liked that lady you know she will tell mm. me to the beginning like moms always know but she's they like know. I never liked that lady like
1: one thing about moms they know they, they know. know before they they know
0: moms know for sure my mom was like I never liked that lady I, you know something was off I didn't know what it was anyways there's a lot of things that um were said um and to this day I don't remember them because it I like even like I said, telling the story is hard, but mm-hmm. I don't remember them fully because it's like I think my I went through so much trauma during that point that mm-hmm. my brain legitimately just blocked it out, seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, that moment changed my life because after realizing that i I had to take a step back from these people, because, you know, me and my ex, we were like we were done, right? But I was still trying to to keep a connection with her. Um, even though I, because I wasn't really aware that she wasn't really for me, mm-hmm. I was still thinking, like, oh, you know, like we can still maintain this because she would always mm-hmm. say, you know, it doesn't matter what happens between you guys, like we can always still be cool. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went through that same mentality, like, okay, you know, everything's fine. And then, but whenever I would talk to my mom about it or, you know, a close friend, they would say, I don't know if she's that healthy to be around. And when Mm -hmm. I started recognizing it, I started being like, yeah, I don't think so either. Right. And so once I started to like slowly, you know, uh, try to keep like make a safe boundary for myself and then eventually like distance um, to the point that I could. Uh, we ended up having a a, clo- a closing conversation. She called me one time and like, you know, we were able to have a closing conversation where it mm-hmm. wasn't like we were like getting rid of each other, but it was more so a point where like, you know, we could kind of feel each other out a bit. Yeah. Once we had that conversation, I kind of felt like the freedom to really just let it go and be like, you know what, this is not for me anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously,
0: I went through a severe heartbreak because it was like I for, for the past three to four years, I was around these people. I looked at them as family. Um, mm-hmm. My ex, I, I lost him. I lost her. I lost literally every literally the family that I had for the past three years all disappeared. They never spoke to me again. Right. And, mm-hmm.
1: like, like, I look yeah, I so- feel like people always forget. like it's like you're grieving. It's death. Like, you know, you've been around these people for so long. you you formed your own relationships outside of your ex with these people who you think, hey, like you guys are like my family, and for it to all just be gone like that is kind of it's heartbreaking. and it's a lot to taking. So I get it
0: wild, yes, yeah. exactly. So didn't hear from them or I would hear from them if like they needed something and I would answer like I would talk to them mm-hmm. um but even so it's like it's okay because at the end of the day I realized that those were not my people those are his people yes. so of course they would take you know his yeah, because they're his people you know what I mean so going to the point where it changed my life it changed my life because it kind of gave me the first look to know that I had to not only rely on um God on my own perception of God because I realized that I was looking I was holding this lady at a, as like at a pedestal and (laughs) instead of instead of like seeking my own intimate relationship with God I kind of was leaning on someone else to I don't really to this day I don't really know what I was looking for I think I was just looking for guidance but I looked more to man for guidance than to God for guidance Mm -hmm. and so I still I still you know take responsibility for that because you know I well, well you didn't know you didn't know so yeah, you, you know when you're young
1: still, like you're still learning you know yeah <clears throat> people take adv- take advantage of good people all the time you know mm-hmm. so and you seem like a great person so a lot of people sometimes will use and abuse that against you because they know you'll go above and beyond no matter what because that's just who you are as a person you know mm-hmm so i get it so don't like look down on yourself like you know you've come through it you mm-hmm. survived and now you have a new outlook and you have expectations and you hold yourself to another standard and you learn now you know what mm-hmm. you want, and what you're going to not do in the future exactly so.
0: exactly so Lesson. right so mm-hmm. I started documenting myself too, though, like throughout yeah. my heartbreak, I would, um, I saw Beyonce would video diary her experiences. So I was like, oh, maybe I should do that too. So I started to go on my, um, what do you call it? Photo booth on oh, the back. Yeah, I and did
1: photo booth really? too. I have videos to- <laughs> and stuff of me literally with heart monitors on and I'm just like, I have like literally videos of me. Yes. Oh my God, yes. crazy that you I just know. Like, wow.
0: Crazy. I literally would video myself crying. Yeah. Like my video, like, like my experience for the day. Let's say like um, the woman called me that day, and I would I would have like an anxious reaction. I would video vlog that too, just in my photo booth, and I would just talk. I would just talk to myself through it. I would talk to myself as if I was talking to God. I would talk to God yeah. in the video. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like having a way to release it. Because sometimes when I, when having all those feelings to write it down, it yeah. just you know your hand, wow. your hand hurts. Your hand hurts. <laughs>
1: well, my hand been hurting. That's why I literally went into recording because I legit my hand would cramp and exactly. I legit had no muscles anywhere. So I was like, okay, let me just record. Right. It's the exact same thing. Wow. Two peas in a pod. That's
0: crazy. So <laughs> I would do that. I would. um, you know listen to really uplifting music I hung out a lot with my sister and um you know and I just tried to surround myself with people um that I knew had my best interests at heart um and then I just started to like um and I just started my business too I just started my business and I just started my doctoral program at that time too so I just remember having days where um I was in my second semester of my of my doctoral program and I remember I had a paper due and I was like, I'd never experienced heartbreak like that before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it really feels like you are legitimately ill. Like I could not even do my work and I've never, it's just so unlike me to not be able to do something because I just, I can do anything, you know, mm-hmm. but to be in that moment where I couldn't even do work was so mm-hmm. odd. I literally had to message my professor, like, I'm sorry, I I'm. I know this is late, but can I please do this? And then he was like, "Of course, yes, yeah, submit it Saturday or whatever." Yeah, I submitted it. And I still got a, a really amazing grade. But nice. the thing is, is that it's just so interesting how heartbreak can literally feed into every part of your
1: being. No, it can. Like what I like, I remember reading a book before. I forgot what the book title was, but when I find it, I'll, let, I'll like I'll send send it to you and let you guys know. But I it talks about how like our day to day uh like interactions or even our people that we're closest to in our emotions, how that can have an effect uh in our body like with our health like it's a thing it legit yeah. it's a thing where like it can make you feel physically ill yes because of your emotions and what you're going through and the circumstances you're surrounded by so yeah. I for you to tell me that it makes sense because emotional trauma or just even when you said that you put it in the back of your head you mm-hmm. may think that you did but it will show up in your yep. your, your 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 system like in yep. through your health because yep. your body knows that you're not okay you're dealing with something that's too stressful so it kind of puts it in the back burner but it shows up in you being physically ill so it's yeah
0: it's so true Um, so like I said, that was the, so then I also meditated, I used to listen to this meditation tape and it was called, um, you're on a new timeline. I would listen to that every night, every night, because I was so, I was like, nothing is working. Like I was so broken. I would talk to God every night, crying on the couch in my basement, just crying, just in pain, like not understanding. And, um, I would still push hard for my business. I would still like push, push, push. But it wasn't until like I started to just you know uh, just give everything to God, yeah, and then also start renewing my mind, like listening to tapes that told me that what I was going through was not the end of it, but you know just the beginning. And it tra- I, it transformed me because it was at like your breaking at your your breaking point, you yeah. realize that like you know it's really kind of only only up from here.
1: Yo, like the fact that you just said that uh, is crazy because even when I was on my breaking portasia, the only thing that kept it moving is this one line, and I used to listen to a lot of like Islamic lectures. uh and this one line that's like in the Quran, it says, "With every hardship will come ease," and like that's what I kept repeating to myself: "With every hardship will come ease." To the point that now, like I and the epitome of that like my experiences show that like I was in the most broken I've ever been in my life and now look at where I am today you know so wow. it's true with every hardship does come ease and and like sure. it says in the lineage is repeated twice so I was just like I did the same thing like I I would be crying to god uh one thing is that like my with my religion i feel like my spirit got stronger yes. uh I have more of a relationship with god with my prayers i'm more intentional uh i talk to god every single day right. Uh, from the morning to the night so like that is a beautiful thing so I feel like Mm -hmm. from me going through that it made my my relationship with God that even much more stronger than before and I feel like I needed to go through that in order to understand you Mm -hmm. know so wow and the fact that you just said that it just came into my mind so
0: yeah no that's great because even there's a Bible verse too that says I'm weeping may last for a night but joy comes in the morning yeah like literally the same principle um and from that right from me doing that that's actually how um for me for me doing that work that's actually how I was able to be connected by to Natalie who's who's my one of my closest friends now but yeah because I it's and it's so interesting because then when I was just doing those things and then when I would hear her speak um, because she invited me to like a group thing. I I met her on Instagram too,
1: actually, randomly. That is so cool. Yeah, cool. She's cool people. She guys, she's she's incredible.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's literally I met her on Instagram. Um, randomly because I never reached out to her. Um, she didn't even reach out to me. It was like she was starting like this marketing campaign. So it was one of those. Um, you know when you get those brand ambassador emails, um, spam. Yeah. It was one of those things that I just happened to respond to. And that's how I met her. And when I would hear her speak on our group calls, because then we started um, doing group calls together um, mm-hmm. with her community. And she was saying the things that I was learning on my own by yeah. myself with God. So I was like, wow, this is alignment. Yeah. And that's that's when things started to shift. When I started to heal my, try, start starting the healing process of the pain I went through. Yeah. Um, and then also just speaking my feelings out to myself.
1: As you should. And, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: that's the moment
1: that's beautiful
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is so beautiful yeah ready for jump? this sec- second question yes wow Oof. so Earth deep right you. <laughs> wow okay all
0: right so okay describe what you think my backstory is hmm. Hmm. take it however you take it
1: however you so describe what I think your backstory is yeah well for me like I already kind of like even before you told that story I feel like you're a person who've been through it like you've been through some things in life but you're you overcame like you're always triumphant like you come out like you, you never you never give up and I, the the reason why I say that is because even on like IG, that's where I met you was on Instagram and with your, your, um, with your posts, the consistency of it and the messaging that you've been relaying and how you want to uplift people and how you want to uh, tell people you can do this. If I can do this, you can do this too. That is the reason why I think that way. So it's the person that's like been through. Uh, like I'm not even saying like something crazy in life, like has to be a bad experience. But I feel like you've your life has changed multiple times, or maybe your purpose has changed multiple times to find what you truly are passionate for, and it kind of shows through uh, the content that you post. I can see like your 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 strive, but also the vision. The big you're like a big visionary person, you know. And I feel like that's the reason why I got that backstory. Yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. that
0: was yeah. yeah that was that was that was pretty good yeah because um yeah wow that was really <laughs> yeah that was really good um a
1: lot of people's like yo like whoa and you come off very wise too really? like yeah, uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah Thank for you. sure
1: yeah you come you come off wise Thank like you, you know a person that like I've I've learned some tools. He, and you're here here you go like I'm sharing the same tools that worked for me that I've learned and here you guys go like use the like this is my playbook and I know that it works and you're sharing it free of cost too which is you know so like just like a big-hearted person
0: wow thank you thank you
1: no problem okay. Yeah, but was it close to the story? Is I, that mean, close oh, to, I, I mean, I mean,
0: yeah, like that was that was pretty spot on. Whenever someone, but like, I like that you said that that's not like terrible things because whenever someone says like, you know, you've been through a lot. I've I've been I've literally been battling with God like about did I even
1: go through anything in yeah. life? You no, know yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to belittle because people go through different things. It doesn't have to be something super dramatic, like right. On path, like you know, it can just be trials and tribulations through getting to where you are today. You know mm-hmm. where Tasia is today. Was it like a, an area you always knew what you're doing, or maybe mm-hmm. you you had to find yourself or change your path a couple of times? You know, mm-hmm. and that's 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 what I mean.
0: No, that was pretty spot on because I definitely have over the past few years. I mean, I was in fashion, then teaching. Yeah. Now, now yeah. I feel like I'm going through the same cycle again, where it's like, yeah. you know. But my main objective is really to please God and to yeah. do what He wants me to do and yeah. to. know I just find my find my authentic place yeah you know that's really what it is
1: yeah I love that -hmm. I know you will
0: yeah definitely yeah for you um let's see oh it's so hard because you told me so much <laughs> you gotta
1: take all of that away. I know, What's I know, I know. First glimpse <laughs> of what you see on my page. What is, this story? Oh, what is see, the story? What is the backstory? The
0: backstory. Let's see, backstory, backstory, backstory. Well, you know what? You 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 were married. You got married very young. Yeah, so, yeah. I kind of think like what what must have had to transpire in your childhood to make you so mature to be able to be ready for marriage you know what I mean because I am because first of all you're also the oldest out of your whole family so I figure that had to cause a lot of responsibility on you especially since like you call your younger brother like your son yeah so I kind of I kind of imagine that you had like to and you also come off as very wise and also very humble and very like um as if like you, when when I first met you, you kind of put all the attention on me, which I'm not used to. So yeah. it was different for me. It's like you constantly want to make sure the other person is seen, heard, and valued first. Mm-hmm. So I can I can imagine that uh, possibly throughout your childhood, you may not have always been heard because no. you were the oldest, right? So then it's like you had to you had to kind of play like a mom role to like your siblings because maybe they had a lot of work to do. And like you had to be the one to step up and be there for your siblings Mm -hmm. um, so that everything can kind of go well. Um, yeah. so now like in your adulthood you just are you you care so much for kids because you're like I don't want kids to feel as if they, they you know they're not heard seen or valued because I kind of felt like that when I was younger as well like you want to yeah. make sure that they you want to make, yeah. sure, make sure that everybody gets an equal amount of love because yeah. you don't want them to go back to or feel the way that you felt and you know when you were a kid yeah um but that's also why you are so, you know, humble, because mm-hmm. you're like, you know, I I grew up in this way. um, So, you know, I just know, I just always remember where I came from. So despite like, how much you have been uh, blessed, even like with your health, or even like with your page or with your influence that you have acquired, it's like you always go back to your roots, you always go back to where oh, you me. came from, because you know that you wouldn't have gotten in any of this without, um, without God.
1: Facts you hit it on the mark that's literally that's so true it's crazy are you sure you talk no, to mama are you sure no but everything yeah no everything you said literally hit the mark because it is true and like people sometimes when they meet me they're shocked especially when people come they want to interview me and they're like whoa like you really you do a lot like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm more than just the holes that I wear. Like I'm a person that likes to put people first. Like I love to help people. I'm a person of service. Always, and again, it is because I'm the oldest of seven. It's because I had a lot of responsibilities. It's because my parents were immigrants to Canada. It was a lot of pressure, right? Like if I if I fail, then I'm setting the tone for all my six other younger siblings. So that's a lot of pressure too. Pressure. To uphold, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hence why too. Why I always connect with kids or just everybody? Or I let people talk and I'm a great listener. Is because I want people to be heard or to share their stories first, or so I can just be like a person where you can just lean on. Does like you yeah. can, you're not even afraid? Absolutely, you someone on the street, like you know. And that's <laughs> why like, a lot of people always come to me, message me, and say that they feel comfortable sharing or they want to come talk to me about advice. Is because I'm, like genuinely I love sitting and hearing people's stories and trying to figure out any way that I could make someone's life more easier so mm-hmm. it work wow yeah girl
0: I can kind of relate to the uh, pressure part because I'm an only child so and my mom is a single mom she grew me up single you know single parent yeah. so it's like the pressure of having wanting to please my mom because knowing yeah. that I'm all she really has you yeah know? I'm you. the man I got
1: it yeah. yeah and so. like as immigrant kids like you know like first generation for me it's like bro like well, I'm my parents investment like they came to this country they they're looking for me like you know to they're telling me education 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 and for me to help them out in the future because even in our culture is like we have to help our parents like retire mm-hmm. but also take care of them when they're older you know so it's like a full kind of circle moment right they raise right. they take care of us and we have to return the favor right. uh, when they when they need the help so it was like a lot of pressure and especially living in like Canada where it's everything costs a lot of money now and inflation right. it's like insane you know so you kind of mm-hmm. don't want to be um like your parents to look at you as you failed, you know, or you failed, them or, because it's like where right, like I'm an investment essentially, but like they course. love you, but it's like the the American whatever the American dream, I'm Canadian American, I, I feel you, even though yeah. I'm in Canada, but I yeah. know
0: I know what you mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, um, but it was the marriage part that got that kind of yeah. took it away, because you know a lot of people want to get married, but the fact mm-hmm. that you are you were married at such a young age and you guys are still together. Yeah. That also is what showed me that you've had to go through some things earlier in your life yeah. to be able to be prepared for that. Cause marriage is not just like a marriage is not just a girl.
1: Yeah, know not not so just something you. you just agree on in your life. Okay? For sure. But for sure. yeah. No. At,
0: yeah.
1: Most definitely. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right but i love it you know i i feel like it was meant to be in that part of my life also i helped me grow mm-hmm. and, with somebody like build but like, grow in love and everything, and we got to grow together because he was also young. Like, he, my husband was 24, 20, 25 in November, so we were both. Right. So, it, you know, so it was a beautiful thing to actually be with somebody, and he's the oldest also in his family. Uh, so to grow wow. together and build together and still- come through it in a way that we still really love each other and it's growing like yeah so you know
0: that just made yeah. me think about how as I was saying that made me think about how so many people let's say I can just use marriage as an example yeah they want to get married or they want like a relationship when they don't realize that like what they're like what they're currently going through is actually preparing them for that thing you know mm-hmm. And wow, I'm speaking to myself because it's, it's the mm. same thing with a job, right? Yeah. It's like, honestly, you want like say a position or you want to acquire a certain type of influence but it's like, you don't realize that there are steps to actually get there, you know? Yeah. So the fact that you had to go through what you had to go through prepared you all to mm. have what you have now, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, even uh, your uh, chronic illness, That even prepared you too to be the teacher that you are that the kids need. You know? Mm -hmm. So it just kind of puts things into perspective for all of us. Like, you know, you are never too far away from what you want, but it's like it's enjoying, or not even just enjoying, it's just taking the process or going throughout the journey with ease and understanding that even though you're not there yet, it doesn't mean that you'll never get there. It's just around the corner that part
1: and I feel like even like I seen a quote that also goes to that too is like you're living in your your prayers oh that was the quote from what two weeks ago yes and that is so true because you don't realize it like you know because like life is so go 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 and your goals keep changing yes your goals can keep elevating but never forget that you are where you were praying for a couple years back or even a year back, you know, so Mm -hmm. I feel like we have to not forget about that, you know, and reflect Mm -hmm. and also Mm -hmm. live in the moment, you know, be grateful where we are, and where we can take it, but never forget. Yeah, I your blessings.
0: Yes. And I think that if we start looking at our challenges as preparation, yes, we will start looking at our situations a lot differently. You know, we'll start being like, I'm just being prepared. You know, it's not a challenge. It's just a preparation. It may be hard, but it's just preparing me for where I'm supposed to go. And possibly that is what will speed up the process even more because maybe God just wants us to acknowledge that he's not out to get us, but he's just preparing us.
1: I love that. I love that. I I love that. I think that mindset, oh my, you took the words right out of my head. That is such a beautiful way or concept to look into life.
0: Preparation
1: instead of challenges. I love that.
0: That just, that was God. That just came to me. That was definitely was just God.
1: That was God. He's all. He's old. Love that. I can't Love think that.
0: of it. I don't know where it came from. Cause well,
1: I, That's a word right there. Like, yeah. wow. Wow. Breather. Wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Let me ask uh, two more questions. Let me find some good ones. Okay. So what do you always carry with you?
1: What do I always carry with me? Like physically or it's just something like... I mean, there's no specifics. It just says what do you always yeah. carry with you? However you interpret it. Mm, okay. The way that I interpret it could be anything. The one thing that I feel like I always carry with me about, like, is just... It's not physically, but it's just in me. is Is kindness? Love it. Yeah, it's kindness. Uh, going through life the way I my in, interactions with anybody, whether it's with people, whether it's with nature, is just being like being a person that's kind because you never know what people are going through the world um, and you never know that one smile or that one thank you or that one how was your day today can mean somebody or maybe that that's going through so much and maybe that day you made their day or they mm. need to hear that uh and then again reflecting back in islam um one thing is that our prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that like you only have two things it's like you're you're a dean but with your dean the way that it shows is through how you interact with people and it's through kindness mm. you know so like the like it's through how kind you are to people um how you treat people right whether- they're 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 like in face to face behind closed doors is the same you know so I feel like that's one thing that I've put that's been like with me now more that I'm older is being kind or caring
0: I love that that is so beautiful my response is not as deep um, but <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was beautiful honestly i just love when you bring in um you know what prophet muhammad says mm-hmm. because it just i love learning about new perspectives and even mm-hmm. new cultures so i just love that because yeah. for me i have such a um analytical and a very like a conceptual mind yeah. so I see things in like a like a food web in a way. So whenever you say something, I'm able to be like, oh, wow, that connects to this and that connects to this. And so it kind of makes my world a lot more colorful. So I love that you share things. That's amazing. And I'm sure you're like, you're blessing everybody too that um, don't even know much about Islam.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then again, with that comes is like when people now can look at it oh like they be like hey look at Missa sound or look at zara and how she's a good muslim like she's a nice right kind of person, right so we're defining the stereotype that is being put into the world from our interactions right nobody mm-hmm. can say then not all oh, muslim people are are terrorists yeah. they're bad people because look no. at the way we are in in the world look at the work that we do you know so that too
0: yeah it, i think we should all be open to listening to different perspectives even if you don't partake in the religion or if you don't yeah, partake in anything like it's it's so amazing to hear and learn another perspective from your own um yeah. you know um me, um, what I always carry with me, honestly, I'm a, pe- a person that doesn't like to carry anything. Um, I if I didn't have to wear a purse, I wouldn't. Um, I love fanny packs,
1: really. Fanny. I, I hate, hate it. it. I, hate I don't it. like purses, guys. Wow, I I can't, no, I, like, I, I hate them. I say hate them. them so much. Like, I hate having something hanging on me. Like, all I don't all know. The time. Like, I don't even, my husband loves at because I don't even carry a wallet. Like, I don't, all I carry is my phone and my lip gloss. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. If I have to carry something, it'd probably be like a tote bag that I'm putting over. But if I'm going, I am, not carrying, I am not carrying anything. Not nope. like that. Mm-hmm. I hate
0: having things in my hands. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like having anything. Like, if I'm walking outside, mm-hmm. now let's say I'll get a drink. I don't like I'll have to finish it right then and there I don't like mm. carrying anything same <laughs> and like I said yeah. like I'll have like even today I wore a fanny pack and I wear mm. it sling around my body and it's small mm. and it just holds my wallet and mm. um you know like you said lip gloss yeah. <laughs> and maybe a pen yeah. um, but I like to travel very light
1: me too oh my god we definitely have that in common because I'm, yeah. I'm a late yeah. traveling like you know how
0: some girls they just have like these huge bags no yeah. no
1: judgment huge exactly. bags but yeah.
0: I cannot do that yeah same same I'm the
1: same like that's what? why I like having things with pockets me too if I even can listen like ditch the the tote bag I'm Girl. gonna put that thing in my pocket yes
0: especially yeah. if it's a good pocket
1: that yeah. doesn't make size. it look bulky yes because, like oh, I can't stand exactly. that or when oh. they have
0: these jeans that have fake pockets I know how's that it blows
1: my mind it Blows. yeah why would you jeans with no pockets fashion people come on do better designers it frustrates me Mm. oh wow (laughs) all
0: right last question last question
1: because this
0: is very long um let's see okay this would be a good way to end it off because it is a teacher podcast Uh, who is your greatest teacher and why oh
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Damn, who is my greatest teacher? Well, I think it changes all the time, but I would definitely say right now would be my parents because everything that they, I remember they used to tell me growing up and I'm like, you don't know anything or you don't know anything. It's like now as an adult, I truly appreciate their words, you know, and their advice um, and their wisdom now that i'm like and at all i'm like 29 years old you know living and understanding their circumstances stances and how like it's crazy to me how like they came to this country not knowing the language climate is different no support came here and built a life had kids mm-hmm. and did it in a way that were where there's love in the home and they've taught us their religion but in, so, in, a, in a great way that we can connect and we can also take that and bring it in like teach our future children I think that's a beautiful thing so I would definitely I would give credit to my parents because without them I I they're my number one teachers in this world
0: that's beautiful wow yeah that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I yeah, my mom has definitely taught me a lot too. Yeah. Um, I would say that besides like um cuz I besides learning about like Jesus and like mm-hmm. what he's done, um to like how he has been to people and learning yeah. about grace and learning about um you know, even if people do wrong to you or hurt you, just to show yeah. people love.
1: Yeah.
0: Um besides that being a, a teacher for me Um, I would have to say my greatest teacher, I definitely would have to say Natalie. Like, Mm -hmm. I think like she's my coach, but she Mm -hmm. also, I think was, is like a big sister that I've never had. Like I said, I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. So I would say that she was my, she's my biggest, she has been my biggest teacher because uh she has taught me a lot. Like even yeah. though I've learned a lot about business, yeah. I've learned just a lot about how to how to be a person. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I grew up in a single parent household and my mom worked a lot. So throughout yeah. my childhood, she tried her the very best she could, mm-hmm. but there were some like fundamental things that I literally have never learned. And mm-hmm. so when I met um Natalie, it's like she was able to teach me even like how to connect with people that I weren't, wasn't getting along with, how to yeah. see things from diverse perspectives, you know, not just seeing it from my perspective, but like seeing how the other person may see it. And mm-hmm. then that's a way how you can forgive, or that's a way how you can understand um, where another person's coming from. Um, yeah. She taught me a lot about just, you know, grace, a lot about, you um, you know forgiveness and um a lot about just you know inter like I keep saying it but interpersonal connections because I think that's like sometimes the hardest part about life is dealing with other people yeah and um us not feeling understood um Mm -hmm. and I think I give I give a lot of credit to her um pushing me to be my full authentic self because Honestly, um, it was it was hard for me after I went through that situation uh, Mm. to come and to understand even who I even am anymore, because when people speak about you, when they say all these things about you that aren't necessarily true, Mm. you start to question like if your whole existence really is a lie, if you've been Mm. living in this lie for how many years.
1: Yeah. Um, especially
0: if you don't have a solidified sense of self so yeah. um she definitely has been a very important person in my life to that. Uh, do that and consistently always point me to god and um actually because of her vulnerability actually helped me to even build my faith even the more yeah. with you know with my relationship with god so
1: yeah i love that because even like in islam uh, they, they say that like we say that. those who always remind you of like Allah, which is God uh, and your faith and to do good and to be your best self are your, your like uh, you're around good company so Mm -hmm. you're great people like those are like the best best friends like those are good people for you in this world people who always remind you of how great you are but also remind you of god and how like about your religion in a in a way um that's beautiful so yeah that you have that that's beautiful
0: yeah like the big sister i literally never had so you know um but awesome so let's get into our advice
1: Yes. So advice, advice, advice for me from everything from this episode and things that we talked about, I would definitely in relating it back to whether it's teaching, whether it's you being a parent or whether it's students uh, is just being kind to one another um, and having grace for one another. Right. And understanding each other's different perspectives of situations, right? And always taking time to not just reacting, but trying to putting yourself in the other person's shoes and understanding that everyone doesn't kind of think the same way that you do, whether that's logical or critical or or like different, like colored. Uh, <laughs> and just to understand that there's space for all of us. Uh, and we can also coexist in a way that we don't have to be, uh, putting each other down right like not putting like not saying negative things to each other um, and making our interactions more positive so I think that's key because I remember when I was a student teacher and I would hear remarks from other teachers and it would be so negative and to just take the time be like people that you're talking about are humans too and understand that hey reflect back why are you feeling that way and how can you go and talk to the person or whether it's a student, whether it's another teacher and in a more of a respectful but open-minded way, um, create some sort of relationship where it isn't tense where the environment is negative right because yeah. nobody likes negative in, in environments where people are just putting you down or you're just toxic. so how can we make or form a, a healthy community and I feel like no that number one way is through if is kindness if we're all kind to each other and we all remember that we're humans, then I feel like the world would definitely be a better place.
0: I love that. That's beautiful. Honestly, I feel like I don't even have advice because you said that. You, you yes. just yeah.
1: can you find this?
0: Okay. You just took it all away. Um, you know what then? You know what my advice will be is mm-hmm. the Bible verse. It's Psalms 30 and 5, is what I said earlier. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. Yes. So gonna say that because I, I kind it. of feel like despite that we both talked about the different things we went through that changed our life it still seemed as if there was a moment that we wouldn't get out of it yeah. however there's always a light at the end if you just believe that there
1: is Woo! that was a word <laughs> another <eight>. word <laughs> word Woo. Two. Yes. i love that <laughs> so now we're heading into our quotes And again, going back from what just Tasia's beautiful word, second word of the day that she did today, (laughs) um, I have a quote from Maya Angelou, uh, and it's, we may encounter many defeats, but we must not be defeated, right? And it goes just with what Tasia just said. Sometimes we feel like we're stuck in a situation and we can't see see no way out, but there is always a way.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You always have to get up and keep going so good
0: just gotta keep up just gotta get up and keep going okay that's a word from you miss hassan okay let's go okay Okay, mine okay so i used to be a um a k of k through five literacy and art teacher and so one thing i used to do was i used to find really fun picture books and i used to teach the kids these really huge concepts but they but they never even realized because they were out of picture books they were just enjoying Mm -hmm. the book so one of my favorite books that i taught them was "Oh, the places will go because if you read dr seuss books they are so so deep and if you don't pay attention you will definitely miss miss it yeah so um i have not even know which one to pick okay i'll pick this one okay so here we go um this one says somehow you'll escape all that waiting and staying you'll find that bright places where boom bands are playing so I love that because it goes hand in hand with what we were talking about today, too. Someday you'll escape all that waiting and staying. You know how somehow even when we we're talking about our experiences, you know, we're waiting, we're praying, we're like trying to find where we fit, what's going on? Why am I still sick? But then, like we said earlier with the with the quote, with the Bible verse, you'll yeah. find the bright places where boom bands are playing. So eventually, you know, the light will be at the end and you'll eventually find your place where you're supposed to be. I love that! Oh my god! Oh
1: my god! <laughs> wow! I
0: love, love today's episode. Love this was this. So cute!
1: Wow! And what was this game called again? Because this game is ten out of ten. Ten like out of 10, ten. The and I mean the and right. If
0: you guys 10. want to sponsor us, we're not opposed to it, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Literally, we got you guys. We got
0: you guys. All right. Um. Okay, so it is called The And, and there's an app, Zara, so if you want to play with your husband or your other friends. It's so yeah. fun we have a group of friends, yeah. and I think it's so fun, too, if you actually buy the cards.
1: Um, definitely will. Yeah. You, have, you have convinced me. The And, <laughs> Jasia convinced me to buy cards and the app at the same time so you you have one new customer here the yeah and.
0: you see the and and listen yeah. like the and the company I mean Zara has about almost 77k on Instagram right now you know how much I'm hurt I'm that's all I have to say I'm telling you me email me <laughs> we got you we got you <laughs> so um yeah, I'll send you the link and everything for you guys to check that out. We'll even put their information underneath the podcast information. So you yeah. can get all the details. Zara, I love this episode. I, I cannot it. wait for our next one.
1: It's going to be insane. And what I realize is, I yes, I got to know Tasia more, but we are very similar. I know. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, I'm like peeling back the layers and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yes. This, this is, is why I am her. We connect. Literally, you see me, you see her, you see her, you see me.
0: You know that's why the person on Instagram thought we were twins.
1: Yeah. So now, there you go. Maybe not physically, <laughs> but mentally, we there. We, we there. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> all right, girl. Well, um, end of the episode. Yes. You guys, very soon. Have fun. We shall see you and hashtag them 90 teachers to join the conversation. As you yes. yes. Yeah.